Hey y'all, welcome back as we continue through the book of Ezekiel and we are on chapter 41 today and we are talking about the millennial temple, the temple that will be built during the reign and rule of Jesus, our King, our Messiah, our Savior, our High Priest. And Israel, the Jewish people had defiled the previous temple, the temple um that was originally built in Solomon's time. It was defiled. They were worshiping false idols in the temple. They were bringing their sin into the temple and the glory of the Lord departed from that temple. The Lord's presence left the temple. God will not reside where sin is present. Sin separates us and Israel needed to return to holy worship and abandon their routine, empty religious activity that serves no purpose and stop worshiping false idols. Stop chasing after sin and come back to God. They needed to turn back to God and they are taken into exile. And in the midst of their exile and Jerusalem's destroyed and the temple is destroyed, God gives Ezekiel this vision of this majestic temple. The only thing is this temple is different. This temple is not like any temple that they've heard of or any temple that we've seen. There's been the temple that was built in Solomon's time, the tabernacle. It started with the tabernacle that Moses did when they were in tents and moving and the tabernacle was taken up and taken down. And then there's the temple of Solomon that was built. And then Herod's temple, which is the temple that Jesus taught in and ministered in and the temple that the the veil was torn in. And now they, they have not had a temple in Jerusalem for the Jewish nation since the destruction of that temple in, um, by the Romans in 70 AD. There hasn't been a temple yet. And now Ezekiel has this vision of this amazing temple, which is different than the temple that they built when they were released from exile. It's it's not the same temple. And in 41 verse 1, we'll, after that backdrop, we will go ahead and continue on reading about this amazing millennial temple. After that, the man brought me into the sanctuary of the temple. He measured the walls on either side of its doorway, and they were ten and a half feet thick. The doorway was seventeen and a half feet wide, and the walls on each side of it were eight and three quarter feet long. The sanctuary itself was seventy feet long and thirty five feet wide. Then he went beyond the sanctuary into the inner room. He measured the walls on either side of its entrance, and they were three and a half feet thick. The entrance was ten and a half feet wide, and the walls of each of the entrance were twelve and a half feet long. The inner room of the sanctuary was thirty-five feet long and thirty-five feet wide. This, he told me, is the most holy place. And only only God belongs on the throne. Only God belongs in our holy places. And we need to make sure we're keeping Jesus on the throne of our lives. And everything else does not belong there. Jesus should be first and foremost. And he should be in our holy center of our entire lives. And steering every single thing we do and everywhere we go. In verse 5, then he measured the wall of the temple, and it was ten and a half feet thick. There was a row of rooms along the outside of the wall. Each room was seven feet wide. These side rooms were built in three levels, one above the other, with thirty rooms on each level. The supports for these side rooms rested on exterior ledges on the temple wall. They did not extend into the wall. Each level was wider than the one below it corresponding to the narrowing of the temple wall as it rose higher. 
a stairway led up from the bottom level through the middle to the top level. I saw that the temple was built on a terrace, which provided a foundation for the side rooms. This terrace was ten and a half feet high. The outer wall of the temple side room was eight and three quarter feet thick. This left an opening area between these rooms and the row of rooms along the outer wall of the inner courtyard. This open area was 35 feet wide and it went all the way around the temple. Two doors opened from the side rooms into the terrace yard, which was eight and a half feet wide. One door faced the north and the other the south. A large building stood on the west facing the temple courtyard. It was 122 and a half feet wide and 157 and a half feet long, and its walls were eight and three quarter feet thick. Then the man measured the temple, and it was 107 feet long. The courtyard around the building, including its walls, was an additional 175 feet in length. The inner courtyard to the east of the temple was also 175 feet wide. The building to the west, including its two walls, was also 170 feet wide. The sanctuary, the inner room, and the entry room of the temple were all paneled with wood, as were the frames of the recessed windows. The inner walls of the temple were paneled with wood above and below the windows. The space above the door leading into the inner room and its walls inside and out were also paneled. All the walls were decorated with carvings of cherubim, each with two faces, and there was a carving of a palm tree between each of the cherubim. One face, that of a man, looked toward the palm tree on the one side. The other face, that of a young lion, looked toward the palm tree on the other side. The figures were carved all along the inside of the temple, from the floor to the top of the walls, including the outer walls of the sanctuary. There were square columns at the entrance of the sanctuary, and the ones at the entrance of the most holy place were similar. There was an altar made of wood, five and a half feet high and three and a half feet across. Its corners, base, and sides were all made of wood. This, the man said to me, is the table that stands in the Lord's presence. Both the sanctuary and the most holy place had double doorways, each with two swinging doors. The doors leading into the sanctuary were decorated with carved cherubim and palm trees, just as on the walls. And there was a wooden roof at the front of the entry room to the temple. On both sides of the entry room were recessed windows decorated with carved palm trees. The side rooms along the outside wall also had robes. So, a couple of things. First of all, the the altar is wooden, so it definitely wasn't going to be be burning anything. It, it's it's not going to be burning anything. Sacrifices aren't needed to repent of sins because Jesus is present with us in this temple. This temple is the millennial temple temple and Christ will be present with us in this temple and he is there and we are there because he has forgiven our sins and this is hope this is encouragement that there's a life of victory coming a life of restoration and it's coming because Jesus is coming he is returning and everything will be dealt with and evil will be dealt with and sin will be bound up completely and there's going to be total peace and restoration. And Jesus has victory. He has given us victory over the enemy already, but the enemy is going to be bound up. And it is going to be this amazing time of gloriousness. And if you can Google the Ezekiel temple, then you can actually see what we're talking about here. And the, it's really interesting to Google the difference between 
the temple size comparisons also. In verse 42, 1, Then the man led me out of the temple courtyard by way of the north gateway. We entered the outer courtyard and came to a group of rooms against the north wall of the inner courtyard. This structure, whose entrance opened toward the north, was 175 feet long and 87 and a half feet wide. One block of rooms overlooked the 35-foot width of the inner courtyard. Another block of rooms looked out onto the pavement of the outer courtyard. The two blocks were built three levels high and stood across from each other. Between the two blocks of rooms ran a walkway 17 and a half feet wide. It extended the entire 175 feet of the complex and all the doors faced north. Each of the two upper levels of the rooms was narrower than the one beneath it because the upper levels, levels had to allow space for walkways in front of them. Since there were three levels and they did not have supporting columns as the courtyards, each of the upper levels was set back from the level beneath it. There was an outer wall that separated the rooms from the outer courtyard. It was 87 and a half feet long. This wall added length to the outer block of the rooms, which extended for only 87 and a half feet, while the inner block, the rooms toward the temple, extended for 175 feet. There was an eastern entrance from the outer courtyard to these rooms. On the south side of the temple, there were two blocks of rooms just south of the inner courtyard between the temple and the outer courtyard. These rooms were arranged just like the rooms on the north. There was a walkway between the two blocks of rooms just like the complex on the north side of the temple. This complex of rooms was the same length and width as the other one and it had the same entrances and doors. The dimensions of each were identical. So there was an entrance in the wall facing the doors facing the doors of the inner block of rooms and another on the east at the end of the interior walkway. Then the man told me, These rooms that overlook the temple from the north and south are holy. Here the priests who offer sacrifices to the Lord will eat the most holy offerings. And because these rooms are holy, they will be used to store the sacred offerings, the grain offerings, sin offerings, and guilt offerings. When the priests leave the sanctuary, they must go they must not go directly to the outer courtyard. They must first take off the clothes they wore while ministering, because these clothes are holy. They must put on other clothes before entering the parts of the building complex open to the public. When the man had finished measuring inside the temple area, he led me out through the east gateway to measure the entire perimeter. He measured the east side along with his measuring rod, and it was 875 feet long. Then he measured the north side, and it was also 875 feet the south side was also 875 feet, and the west side was also 875 feet. So the area was 875 feet on each side with a wall all around it to separate what is holy from what was common. So this is going to be a massive temple, y'all. And you'll see that when you, if you do pull up and look at the size comparisons. This is nothing like we have seen before in in the temple history of temples. This is the glorious millennial temple that will be with us for eternity and Jesus will be in the temple with us and God's glory and there's not a veil because we don't need separation because we'll be with Jesus and it's going to be huge and there's this huge structure described in this text and it is glorious and it is this holy holy place where we can go and hang out and fellowship with Jesus and there's no altar of incense because we get to talk face to face with Jesus. The incense, remember it, the incense in the tabernacle, it represented the prayers being sent up to God. Well, we can talk to God. We'll be mingling with God. We'll be dining with God. And we 
can actually have that relationship and dine with God now. He desires so much for us to have a relationship with him now. We are connected to God through Jesus and we can fellowship with him. We can hang out with him. We can show him how much we love him by worshiping and giving him our first fruits and everything that we have because everything we have is from God. It is God's and he wants us to steward our resources so well on earth so that they bring glory to his name and to his kingdom for all eternity because he is building just from the description of this temple alone. He is building the most glorious, mind-blowing kingdom that we will never be able to imagine in our human mind. I'm convinced of that. It is going to blow our socks off. I don't know if we're going to have socks in heaven, but it's amazing, y'all. And with that, I'm really excited for chapter 43 tomorrow because we're going to talk about the glory of the Lord returning to the temple, y'all. Thanks. I hope you're having a great day.